episode of Quatro Quatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian, and today we're going to have a great show. We're going to be talking about the North American Super League. We're going to be talking about the Champions League, and of course, we're going to bring it back home and talk about the Volt League a little bit. Uh, which obviously Cuatro Cuatro is actually one of the sponsors of the league and uh, of more specifically Inter Internacional uh, Sporting Club. Uh, so who we got a W this weekend. So I'm very excited about that. But before we talk about that, let's go ahead and ask, give us give the social medias out. Cuatro Cuatro Dos on Instagram, Cuatro Dos on Twitter. Uh, you can always hit us up there. You can always. Um, I don't think we don't have an email, but if you need to hit us up for some reason, you can always hit us up there. You can find me personally under Chris Putalias, and you can always hit me up there. Um, I'm actually trying to find somebody that is very well versed in the Champions League to, to have a chat about this Champions League. It, it's gonna get crazy, but I'm not really like a hundred. You know, I can watch the Champions League, but I just want somebody that knows a little bit more than me to talk about the Champions League. Or if you know, if you yourself want to talk some Champions League on the show, um, I'm looking for somebody to come in and talk, you know, kind of break break it down for me and uh, break it down for the audience as well. So, um, Also, uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash 442. You can also be part of our uh, Wall of Age where you obviously get your name on the Wall of Age like this three beautiful folks have, uh, Stevie, Lautaro, and Nancy. Um, and then also you get one of these little paintings added to your collection, personal collection. Actually, this one right here was a little, uh, well, this actually is going out to Stevie, uh, Steven, that, you know, he got his, he became a Patreon on patreon.com slash and he's getting one of these little paintings. So he, he asked for a Diesel Fox or Diesel the Fox, uh, the mascot for the Houston Dynamo and the Dash. So I went ahead and I got this little one throwing up the edge. So shout out to him. This is going uh, is gonna working on my next project, which is a a painting for Nancy, who happens to be my mother. So it's gonna be a very special uh, one because I'm incorporating uh, something that you know kind of like since this is a soccer show, I didn't want to go like something you know mother daughter type painting to it, but something that we share a bond. I mean, obviously, it's my grandfather. Obviously, we share them because that's, that's my grandfather's or her dad. But uh, this is, you know, this little chain that I have actually has my grandfather's face. My grandmother gave it to my mom. And then when I turned 18, my mother gifted it to me. So since I was 18, uh, as actually 11 years now because I just turned 29 last Sunday. So happy birthday to me. So I've been rocking this chain for 11 years. And it's something that... Like, will be passed on for, you know, in my family for generations, I hopefully, you know. Um, so it's something special. So I'm working on, like, a really, really special painting for her that is going to incorporate my grandfather's love for soccer, which he was a San Lorenzo, the Almagro fan in Argentina. And his love for, and my grandfather was a gaucho, an Argentinian gaucho. So I'm incorporating some of gaucho, you know, soccer uh, San Lorenzo themes into the painting. So I'll show you guys whenever I'm done with that. But basically, Cuatro Cuatro, uh, yeah, basically, Cuatro Cuatro does runs on my money, basically, and now on donations that you guys, you know, have helped me out with uh, by going to patreon.com slash Cuatro Cuatro Dos. The lowest tiers is $3 a month. So if you guys have a coffee to spare for, for your boy here, 
uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to buy better equipment and to do better, uh, better videos and uh, to, you know, produce better content for the city and for the, com the soccer community as a whole. So if you guys are interested in that and you guys have it in your heart, you know, I more than appreciate it. And, you know, we'll shout your name out on the show. So thank you for everybody that has already contributed, you, you know, by either sharing or liking the show. Uh, that helps out a whole bunch. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for everybody that has helped out in any way possible the show, you know, by just sharing it and stuff like that, which I just said again. But yeah, let's go ahead and get back into the soccer talk. I have a bunch of notes here, as you can see. And we're going to talk about first, we're going to talk about this super league that um, has been mentioned by the FIFA president has been mentioned by some, you know, uh, high executives here in the MLS and in the Mexican uh, league, the Liga MX. And I thought it would some it was something interesting that we could like talk about. You know, uh, you can always comment on the you know comment on the on the comments below. You know, share your thoughts, MX. So as of right now, uh, MLS has 29 teams, and the Liga MX has uh, 18 teams. So this merger. Imagine if this merger like happened, it would mean that we would have a whooping, a whooping, 47 teams in this freaking league. It would be crazy. Imagine like logistics uh, of traveling from like New York City to Seattle to like I don't know what's the the southernmost uh, team in Mexico, but I think Veracruz has a team which is like probably one of the southernmost. Or imagine, like, if you have to play, I don't know, uh, Jalisco. The thing is Cholos from Jalisco. Cholos. You know, make that trip. Or, you know, maybe you get lucky and you have, like, a Monterrey-Houston, which is relatively kind of close. Or you have something, you know, in Baja California and then you have a California team. Or you have, I don't know, st stuff like that. But imagine being, like, a Canadian team or a New York team way up north and having to like you know like new england revolution having to you know make your way down all the way to mexico man it would be such a pain in the ass um and those are pretty much like the cons of it like the cons of having it like a giant league between you know three different countries imagine like how hard it would be for trouble for for fans or you know those hardcore fans that follow the team everywhere um it would make it so difficult it would make it costly it would make it you know time wise money wise uh just you know everything would be so much but i think maybe what if so this is like one of one of the ideas that i was kind of running through my head cuz imagine if this happened you know we have the 2026 uh world cup coming to mexico uh united states and canada you know a try a try team you know, a tri-tag team type deal of for a World Cup. Imagine um, having like you know the Super League, but on top of that, you know, a promotion relegation into it. Ima well, imagine because I mean, Mexico has promotion relegation. Uh, I don't. know. Canada was actually I read these couple, these past few days that Canada was bringing in. Or they were thinking about bringing a second division into the league. Um, as we know right now, basically there are three top teams, which is Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal, basically are part of the MLS. Because as we know, the Canadian League is not as strong, I guess we can say, as the MLS or your Liga MX type, type league. 
Um, so they play in the MLS, you know, kind of like the NBA teams do, the MLB teams do, and stuff like that. Um, but imagine having, because you have 47 teams, right? Imagine having a promotion relegation where you have, like, I don't know, you can do, like, uh, you can do, like, 25 teams. 25 teams and what? It would be, like, 22 teams. Uh, so you have, like, a 25-team like eight league first division and you have like a 20 but then again how would you first of all who's going to start off in division two nobody's going to want to start off in division two no right off the bat um but let's just say everybody agrees it's like okay these teams go here these teams go here imagine how exciting it would make it i mean as you guys know by this time um i am very very pro uh, promotion relegation, I think it makes soccer more, a lot more exciting. I know, you know, we, we talked about logistics, not logistics. Well, yeah, this country is so big that logistics is always, will always be a problem when it comes to, you know, traveling and stuff like that. But, you know, money-wise, um, we live in a different type of world compared to the world in general, basically. United States basically runs the country completely different to what every other country like we go completely backwards to whatever everybody else is doing like we use the metric system we don't give a damn what everybody else is counting uh, you know we just do everything kind of different you know um so but imagine like being able to promote or to like get into a promotion relegation type thing imagine like being so embedded into like this whole like man let's fight because you know we don't want to go down and imagine if money wasn't the issue imagine all the things that we could do promotion relegation you know i love promotion relegation i love the idea of it and i think it would be cool if they're going to make this giant league of 47 to 50 teams to have you know to kind of divide it in half because if not 50 teams it would be impossible to have a professional league with 50 G damn teams like it's freaking insane but on top of that you know tell me what do you guys think do you guys think a giant league with 47 teams would you know would be uh, fruitful do you think do you think it would be it would last long do you think uh what are your thoughts on it do you do you like the super league idea or do you think it's just trash do you think it's just a money grabber do you think it would just work for the first couple of years and then a lot of teams will go bankrupt because they can't fly, especially in the days that we live of today, you know, with pandemics, not pandemics, but one pandemic, you know, which makes it harder for everybody else. You know, having to quarantine, having to be, you know, cautious, having to have certain precautions and stuff like that. It would just be insane to, to kind of have so many people travel, moving around and stuff like that. Imagine like delegations having to fly here and there. Imagine having to play like a like I don't know like a West Coast team and then having to play an East Coast team and you're like a Mexican team. It would just be a pain in the butt. But yeah, let me know what you think. Comments below. Also, I got, if I'm not mistaken, 34 subscribers on the YouTube channel. I'm trying to get to 40. So if you guys, I mean, my goal honestly is to make it to 100. But, you know, we're going to take it step by step. So if you have a minute, please go to the YouTube channel and just subscribe, please. I'm trying to get to that 40. I'm at 34. I only need six of you guys. Uh, and I would I would love you guys forever. But thank you again for everybody that subscribes and everybody that watches. Um, the views you know, consistently have been going up, and I love that. So obviously somebody's watching. So thank you guys for watching. 
Um, but other, you know, other stuff that, you know, some some ideas between Liga MX and the MLS leagues and the MLS have been kind of flourishing in a way. Uh, these past few years, some new leagues have come, not leagues, but like inner inner cups. Is that what you call them? Like cups between both uh, countries have come about. Other than the Concacaf Champions League, which actually encompasses the whole like region as a whole, which is awesome because. We, you know, we get to see Costa Rican teams, we get to see Salvadorian teams, we get to see Honduran teams, we get to see, you know, teams from the Caribbean and, and stuff like that. And everybody kind of has a chance to fight for, you know, a spot in the, like, in the international level. But something cool that, you know, the Mexico and the U.S. have, have been doing um, and they have implemented is this uh, thing called Campeones Cup, which is basically the champion of the MLS and the champion of the Liga MX. Excuse me. Uh, so basically, like for example, Columbus, they're waiting, you know, waiting over here now in May. That's when the Mexican league finishes, basically. So the champion of that May league or this year's league will play against Columbus to kind of basically, you know, be the champion of uh, of North America in a way, you know, because since Canada plays in the United States in a way. So it would be like, a, I mean, it's another cup, you know, it's another honor, it's another you know, little badge of honor that you can, you know, pin to your, to your suit, basically, so I think it's cool, you know, and, and obviously, as a, as an MLS guy, you know, you have to root for your MLS team, so hopefully Columbus and guess to win whoever they're playing, or guess to beat whoever they're playing against, and then another thing that I thought it was cool is this thing called the League's Cup, which basically uh, put the four best teams of the MLS against the four best teams of the uh, of the Liga MX. So, for example, in 2020, it was canceled, obviously, because of COVID-19. So, this year, you know, it's going to be the four best from 2020 who were SKC, Orlando, Seattle, New York City, FC. And they're going to be playing the four best from Mexico, which, of course, we'll find out in May whenever the league finishes. Because they do it like... Like a year-round league, like, you know, 2020, 2021 league, 2021 league. Uh, So we'll see that. And actually, the quarterfinals, which pins everybody against everybody, would be August 9th. Then the semifinals will be the week of September 13th. And the finals will be in the week of uh, September 20th. So it's going to be pretty cool because you literally have the best of the best. I mean, as of lately, SKC, Orlando, Seattle, and New York FCDFC have been playing at a high level, uh, so it's gonna be cool to them to try, you know, put themselves into um, into a spot of competition where they have, you know, with the computer also with the four Mexi- with the four best Mexican teams who, you know, as of lately they've been fighting, you know, spots, you know, up in the highest uh, international games, you know, going into the international cups. Uh, like club cups and stuff like that. So they've been doing pretty good. I mean, Tigres just played a final against Bayern Munich. Like, you know, and and I didn't get to watch it completely, but to what I saw, you know, it was kind of a tough game for Bayern Munich. If I'm not mistaken, they only beat them like 1-0 or 2-0. I can't remember now. But it was a pretty close game in a way. Uh, You know, result-wise, because I think Bayern Munich is Bayern Munich, you know. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in, kind of close that door of North America for a second and open the door of Europe, uh, where we're going into probably the best soccer that there is right now as, you know, in the world, which is the Champions League. You know, unfortunately, 
as a South American, I love Copa Libertadores. You know, Copa Libertadores is like my life when it comes to those stages of like knockout rounds. But obviously, the Champions League will always be, you know, the best of the best, the top of the top. You know, the cream of the crop is that what we call it. Um, and these these are going to be some really really tough matchups for all the teams, and it's going to be like must watch games for every single body to watch. Like you can't miss out on these games. Like for example, right now we are in the quarterfinals, and so Tuesday, April the sixth, and Wednesday, April the seventh is the first leg, and then usually the week after that is the second leg. Um, and the first two games on Tuesday, they're going to be bomb. That was weird. I never say that. But they're going to be really good. So we have Real Madrid playing Liverpool. Literally, two of the best teams. I mean, honestly, all eight of these teams are up top, like highest. You know, consistency-wise, uh, you know, playing good soccer, strong in their prospective countries and stuff like that. So we have Real Madrid, Liverpool. We have Manchester City against Dortmund. I can't say that. Dortmund? Dortmund? How do you guys say it? But that's going to be a heck of a game. I think Holland, it is the golden boy that is coming, you know. You know, we always have that Messi, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, battle. And I think they're at a good age where in the next maybe five years or so, they're going to fade away into the sunset, you know, retire maybe. Uh, obviously, as probably number one and number two, either way, you know, of the greatest soccerists to have ever graced a soccer pitch basically and I think Mbappe and Haaland um, are going to be the like the torch bearers or whatever basically the ones that are going to be following them up like you know in that competition of who's number one who's number two in the world who's going to be the best next thing you know until somebody else shows up but as of now I think Haaland has been showing great potential in Borussia in, in, in Borussia Dortmund and Mbappe has been, you know, kind of been doing his thing. I mean, the dude is like, nine, I don't think he's not even 20 years old. And he's already a World Club champion. I mean, he's a step away from being a, you know, Champions League champion if he hasn't already. I'm not sure. But I don't think he has yet. But, uh, you know, Manchester City, Dortmund, that Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, just in case if you didn't get enough soccer for one week, you get FC Porto against Chelsea, which is going to be another heck of a game because Porto, you know, it's just just because they're Portuguese, you kind of give them, you know, they're going to be the Cinderella of this, you know, pack of eight, basically. Um, and then Chelsea, you know, who has been historically a really good team, and now, you know, they're, they've been stacking themselves, and they're ready to compete, you know. That's why, that's why the, you know, teams stack themselves to compete in this you know, final stages of, like, really important cups. And then you have Bayern Munich, who has been the best of the best lately, against PSG, who's also has been stacking themselves to be in competing against the best of the best. So there's going to be, like, you know, I think myself, out of most likely out of this matchup, is who will be champion. Uh, I might be wrong. I, I think Dortmund... Just because of Holland, have a you know a good chance as well. I mean, all the teams honestly, honestly, but I think PSG Bayern Munich is going to be such a strong matchup that out of there, I think we we might find our champion for this year's Champions League. I might be wrong, but I, you know, 
who you know we'll just have to watch all the games but i think that's going to be a great game and then the semifinals it would be extremely crazy because the winner of real madrid liverpool plays a game plays against the winner of porto and chelsea so we could we could see another you know liverpool chelsea chelsea liverpool you know blue against red red against blue uh real madrid you can never count out real madrid fc porto cinderella story kind of you know you can never count them out and then the other semifinal could be dortmund psg you know it could be Mbappe against Haaland and we can start creating the movie right there and then you know this is that could be the beginning of a storyline that could last another 20 years like you know because they're both young or at least another 10 to 15 years imagine you know being witnesses to the story of you know just to say you know this is it's probably not the first time they face each other I'm not 100% sure but it's going to be one of the most memorable ones if they do happen to face each other. But then also you have Manchester City and Bayern Munich. Like two teams that have been competing at the highest level. I mean Manchester City is fighting up there. Uh, Bayern Munich is number one in their league. I believe. So you know. Top German team. Top English team. And you can you can have another you know uh, Bayern Munich Dortmund fight. You can have Manchester City PSG. You know. The battle of the cash. You know. Who knows, but I think it's going to be Champions League. It's always awesome to watch, especially at these last stages of Champions League. But I think this one could, you know, have some storylines that should not be missed. I mean, there's always storylines when it comes to Champions Leagues, but I think these Champions Leagues could be one of the greatest. And I'm just saying that because, I don't know, I think it could be one of the greatest, depending on the storylines and stuff like that. But also, don't forget, if you are really into the Champions League and you would like to hop on the show, uh, talk about it, discuss a little bit more, let me know. Hit me up so we can chat a little bit more. I really want to go into you know to kind of more details that, than what I have uh, about the Champions League. I'm really interested. I love the Champions League. Uh, and you know, if you know anybody, let me know. And if you want to do it yourself, let me know as well. Um, so then we'll close the door that chapter on the Champions League, you know, we'll leave that international phase. And we're going to come back and talk a few minutes about a local league that has been kind of bumping and growing. And I'm not saying only because I, um, you know, I partake in it and, you know, I'm captain of one of the teams, but also because there's great things coming. Uh, I have spoken to uh, Seva, who is the guy that leads it, and I'm not going to, like, divulge anything that he has told me, you know, in, uh, in... I guess in friendship or in confidence in private. Uh, but I'm going to discuss everything that he puts out there on social media because it's free game for all. So basically, he has hinted uh, on a Division II uh, vote league. Basically, you know, we already have a league already of 14 teams. And we could possibly see a, a start of a Division II. So imagine having 14 teams competing here. 10 to 14 teams. Who knows how many you know other teams... Uh, he's looking to add, but he's already working on designs, on logos, on team crests, on team colors. Um, and, you know, and it's just going to be amazing. Imagine, like, fighting in a local league of, you know, 7v7 where you have your uniform, you have your team, you have your guys. Um, you have your, you know, your dudes, you know, arm to arm fighting for, you know, for, you know, f- to be the champion of, of the Vault League Houston. You know, it's going to it's gonna be amazing. Uh, so shout out to Seva once again 
for you know bringing this vision into to life and letting you know Houstonians be part of it and a lot of people have been you know involved um, like the surge you know from from the Houston Dynamo the supported group the new kids on the block basically they you know they have sponsored one of the teams uh, the Houston Futsal um, and you know it's been great you know I, like literally when we go out there there's you know a lot of people out there cheering for their family like literally this Sunday was my birthday so a lot of my family members went just to kind of support me but you know it's kind of cool because it gives you that Sunday league family type of feel you know where you where you get to like have you know family can go and watch you and support you and you know you can have you can be kind of professional you know with the referee you know uh, shout out to the referee to Christian and I think it's Kevin the other referee. I only I only had the pleasure, I guess, of being uh, refed by Christian, who you know he does his best. He makes mistakes like we do as well. But shout out to Christian, he does his best. He's a really good guy. I don't know the guy, but you know shout out to him. Uh, but yeah, you know like you know uniforms, uh, you know literally like legit game balls, you know. Uh, you got your name on the jersey and stuff like that, so it's gonna be it's it's a cool feeling to to be there with your boys and kind of like fight it out as a team. So if you are interested, you know if you have a group of guys and you're interested in like you know entering into this world into into part of this culture of the vote league into everything that you know is being created here in the city, I would suggest you hit up a vote league, hit up Seva, um, who is the creator and mastermind behind this. And just give them a shout and just tell them, hey, like I have a team and we're interested. And, you know, who knows? You know, you might make it into the Division Two, and you work your way up. You know, pro promotion relegation, one of the things that I love the most, being implemented into a local soccer league. So I'm, I'm very excited. You know, I'm very excited to, to keep my, you know, keep my team growing, uh, get it up there, kind of fight, you know, until the final stages. And, uh, you know, who knows? We'll see what, what the World League, you know, brings into the culture, brings into the city. I think we're building, you know, collectively as people, I think we're, we're building a community of, like, you know, friendships and, you know, communion and stuff like that all around a soccer ball. So I think it's awesome. And I think uh, it's going to impact the city in a good way. So shout out to him. You know, I talked to him uh, here and there. So I know he's a good guy and he has a good heart. So shout out to Seva and everything that he's doing. And shout out to all the people that are involved in it. You know, from, from photographers, shout out to my boy. Um, I think it's Chris as well. I'm sorry if I forgot your name, brother. But the guy takes the pictures, you know, badass pictures. You know, check him out over there too. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, Matt, he's always like with the stats and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to Matt. He actually is the co the captain, I believe, of Atletico. Uh, the orange team, if you guys see it online, um, and yeah, man, like everybody's is cool, everybody's badass. So if you guys don't know where to go, you know, go to Vault League um, on Instagram, check them out. A Sports Creeks every Sunday for at least the next 12 Sundays. Um, so it's gonna be badass. So you know, if you're not part of it, I, you know, get yourself be part of it. You know, it's gonna be a cool thing. So other than that. Uh, I have nothing else to say. I think we're almost at a 30-minute mark, so we're going to shut it down. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, don't forget to go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe so I can get to that 40 mark that I really, really want. And I really, really, you know, just for the ego, uh, it would be cool. Uh, also, don't forget to subscribe and like on, you know, the channel and stuff like that. 
comment below you know let me know who who do you have winning the champions league what do you think about this super league are you gonna be part of the vault league next you know next season uh what you know what are your plans tell me what you got what you got going on so other than that thank you everybody for listening thank you for watching don't forget to uh go to uh the Patreon, patreon.com slash You know, you can give us three bucks a month if you if you have it in your heart. Uh, but other than that, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a good one, and y'all be safe. Shout out to the Houston Dynamo. We'll, we'll have another episode soon about the Houston Dynamo with a special guest. So stay tuned for the next episode again. Later.